0: Good morning. My name is Chris Jones, and I must confess to David uh, Dean that I didn't know you until last night as well. If you turn your Bibles to Matthew, the ninth chapter, I'd like to read a few verses, starting in verses 36. If This is a, a particular subject that hits real home to me, and I really appreciate the theme of this meeting. Spreading the good news is something we need to talk about more and more. Listen to what the Bible says in Matthew 9, starting in verses 36. He says, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like a sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Jesus, looking at a multitude of people, what he say? Well, he had compassion, and he looked to his uh, uh, apostles, and he said, Look, you need to be praying for more laborers. There are four things that I think you and I can draw out of these verses, and I think we need to investigate in our life. Number one, we need to see a need. Number two, I believe that we need to have compassion on the lost. Number three, I think we need to pray. And Jesus tells us what we need to pray. We need to pray for more workers. And number four, I think we all need to work a little harder about spreading the good news. So number one, we need to see a need. That requires something from us. What it requires is we need to get off our smartphones, we need to get off our tablets, we need to get off Netflix and TikTok and all these things. Now, I'm not sitting here and telling you these things are bad. In fact, I would encourage you to use these things in a positive way. However, that is not how we use them. What do we do? We sit for hours at a time and we watch TikTok and all these different things and we waste time. Understand the harvest is now and we need to wake up and we need to see a need. Luke 15 and 7 says, I say to you that likewise there was more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than 99 just person who needs no repentance. Here's the point he's making here. What he is saying is, which one of us would not leave the 99 of our sheep to go and save the one lost? Every single one of us would. You know what that requires from us? We have to be looking at the herd. We have to be looking at the sheep to recognize one is lost. And I think in like manner, we need to wake up and we need to realize right now is the harvest. John 4, as a theme of our meeting, John 4 and 35, do not say, listen to what Jesus says. He says, do not say. There are still four months then come at the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes, look at the field, for they are already white for harvest. You know the point he's making there is you need to be looking and you need to get ready because now's the time to save the lost. Now I'm from California and we have an almond season. For you non-Californians, that's almonds. But Californians, we call them almonds. Now I can promise you, I can look out in an orchard And I can tell you by the way that tree looks and the season and what's going on, Ammon season is happening. Now there's no particular date. There's no particular time. There's not a particular week. And sometimes it's not even a particular month. But you have to be looking out in the fields. I promise you if you don't, you're going to lose the entire crop. You know when it becomes harvest time? All hands on deck. It doesn't matter the other obligations you have. I promise you, when harvest happens, everything stops and everybody goes out and work. It's a big deal, so you don't lose the entire crop. We need to wake up and see a need. Number two, and if I can point anything out this morning, it is that we need to have compassion on the lost. And this is something that hits home to me probably more than anything else. Jesus uses the illustration, weary and scattered like a sheep having no shepherd. Let me bring this into a little bit more illustration that we would use today. If you saw a little kitten, maybe a little puppy, that's your thing. But for me, I like cats. If you saw a little cat out in the cold, it's four degrees. It's meowing its head off. It's tattered. It's bloody. It's dying. Would you not have compassion on that little cat? I think every single one of us would. But yet there are thousands of people every single day of our life that passes us that is in the exact same state, yet we don't look up and have compassion sometimes. We need to have compassion on the lost. Here's the fact of the matter, and here's why we need to have compassion on those which are lost. Matthew 12 and 30 says, He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Here's the point. If you are not baptized, and you have not become obedient to the plan of salvation, and living a life of righteousness, living a life of godliness, you are not going to heaven. And when we look out into the world, and we see all these people that are lost, they are desperate to hear the good news and we don't have compassion they are going to hell do you realize that that's a real place sometimes i think in our mind we might think it's kind of a fairy tale we talk about it in this abstract form but the reality is it's real have you listened to the descriptions of hell Listen, I want to read to you a few descriptions of where these people are going. It is described as a place where there should be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It is a place of utter darkness, a place of torment, a place of sorrow. It is a place of everlasting destruction. It is a place where men are tormented with fire and brimstone. It is a place where fire is not quenched. It is ultimately described as a bottomless pit. It is a place of no rest. It is ultimately a lake of fire is a place of hopelessness. Have compassion and give hope to the lost. I beg you, look out into this world. Stop letting this life distract you and look at the lost. Furthermore, we'll move on into our third point that Jesus makes here is we need to pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians, te- first Thessalonians 5 and 17 teaches us, pray without ceasing, he says. You know, I sometimes think we have a wrong idea of prayer. Sometimes I think we look at prayer as this kind of fairy tale thing we do, or we're not serious about it. Let me be the first to tell you, God answers prayers. You might not like the answer, because the answer might be no, but God answers prayers. And God teaches us, we need to pray for men and women to spread the good news. And there are ways that both parties can do this. We need to pray not the righteous men, not just elders, not just deacons, not just preachers, not just leaders, not just teachers, but all Christians will take up their cross and answer the hope that's within them. Pray without ceasing that humble men and women will go out and spread the good news. Do you pray in such a manner? Do you think about the lost in this way? I think sometimes it's difficult for us. We're so busy, we're so distracted. We become so numb to it. Do you pray without ceasing? Jesus makes his last point here. We need to pray for workers. And as I've already stated, I believe that this is not particularly to a, a group of people, but it is a command given to all. Listen to what the Great Commission teaches in Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20. He says, go therefore and make disciples to all nations, baptizing him in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And he says, Lo, I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. This is given to all Christians. We are to go into all the world and we are to spread the good news. Now, you might be sitting here saying, well, Chris... The gospel's already been taught in America. I promise you, there are people born every single minute in America. There are people like me 16 years ago that had never heard the good news. Don't give me that excuse. The gospel needs to be preached right here in our towns, in our cities, in our homes, and to our next door neighbors. To our loved ones who we think are completely hopeless and lost, we need to preach the good news. In fact, when the first century church was uh, really persecuted there in Acts, the chapter and verses 4, in uh, what they do, when Saul of Tarsus created utter havoc in the church with literally killing men, women, and children, what did they do? They scattered. And what they do? The Bible says, therefore, those who were scattered, whenever we're preaching, The word. That was everybody. I'll further this point by reading to you from 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart. And always be ready to give a defense to everyone. Who asks you the reason of hope that is in you. With a meekness and fear. You know what that says? When somebody asks you why you do strange things to this world, why you act kind of weird, why you have your hair the way you have your hair, whatever it may be, you are ready to answer them. Be ready to answer the hope that's within you with a meekness and fear. Now you might be saying, okay, Chris, that's all fine and dandy. I get your point. You drilled it home. But i got some excuses. And I've heard a lot of excuses in my day. And uh, I think there's a character in the Bible that gave five great excuses. And that's found um, in Exodus chapter three and chapter four, and that was Moses. Listen to Moses' excuses, and God didn't accept them then, and he won't accept them now. You might be sitting here saying to yourself, well, Moses said, I am not adequate for the task at hand. Now you might be sitting here giving me that exact same excuse. Guess what? If you are not adequate for the task at hand, get adequate. There's enough YouTube videos, there's enough audios, there's enough things that you can get educated in what God teaches. Get adequate. Stop making excuses. Furthermore, Moses says, you know, I don't know enough. That might be true. We all need to learn. Learn we all need to grow we all need to understand more the fact is we all need to grow but if you don't know enough guess what get to know get to understand it because you can and you can share the good news to everybody you might be sitting here and say well people won't take me seriously And you might be really thinking that. Let me just tell you, I'm a hillbilly from California. I was raised dirt poor, and I was raised in the hood. Now, I don't know if you caught it by now. I ain't the smoothest teacher. I ain't the smoothest person. But it has never stopped me from baptizing all the people that I have. Guess what? I will reach people you will never reach. You will reach people I will never reach. And you need to understand, we need all shapes and sizes. Do not say... People will not take me seriously. You might be saying here, well, I'm not good with words. Moses made that excuse. Now, if you haven't caught it, now I use the word ain't. I stumble over words. I, I kind to of mess up words. I, I kind of make them up sometimes. But it has never stopped me from being effective at spreading the good news. And don't let it stop you. It's an excuse, and there's no reason to have it. Now, here it is. And here's the heart of the whole matter i am not willing and that might be true and if you're not willing to go out and spread the good news and proclaim christ in your life be the hope in this very dark and very cruel world i'm very sorry for you because you should be willing we are not persecuted here in the united states And I think sometimes that has hurt us. Be willing to teach the good news. I want to end my lesson by scrolling back up, reading Matthew 9, starting in verses 36 again, and listen to Jesus. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them. Because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is truly plentiful but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Wake up. See the need. Have some compassion. Pray and be a worker. Thank you.